Happy Friday night. That's right. You are with me on this glorious Friday where we've had nice weather and I'm not allowing myself to imbibe. Ah, it really is the worst when you're sober. It's so boring and it just doesn't take the edge of the week off. And I have had a freaking week. First of all, I realized that <laughs> I made a couple errors in my last episode of my podcast in that I didn't explain um, why I was calling my friend's husband Pablo Escobar. I also completely forgot to tell you about the seven-course meal, and I just left some things out about Mexico in general. So we're going to go through all of that. Um, but I also want to give a very special happy birthday to one of my best friends who... Um, just really encouraged me this year and helped me get through a lot of things that were difficult um and always has my back so baby grape welch you are the best and thank you for encouraging me to do this and giving me confidence when i was stalling (laughs) so i love you so much i hope you have a great day um, okay. You guys, it's been a, I'm going to be honest with you. It's been a terrible week. It's been terrible. I get back from Mexico and I start peeling. Because why? Because I'm Polish, as I've told you. I got sunburned a little, barely any, but a little bit on my head, a little bit on my shoulders, head and shoulders, pun intended, and a little bit on my kneecap. And then also like over my armpits, you know, it's always those spots that are like close to your bathing suit that, that are hard to get to. You know what I mean? And even though you use the spray, it's like the wind is blowing and whatever. Spray on sunscreen. So the problem here is that I think, oh, okay, well, I'm going to take like a nice bath. I'm going to try and get tired because you guys know I have trouble falling asleep. I'm crazy insomnia. And I'm thinking I'm going to take a nice bath, get tired. And then I will just, um, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to uh, do this exfoliant scrub, okay? And this is why I have something to say. I am not a low-rent bitch. Um, You know, I try and save money by using, I'm like, oh, I'll get this scrub from like a Home Goods or a TJ, right? Because it's like a scrub isn't something that I'm using every day where it's like I want it to be clean and non-toxic, whatever. And by the way, a couple of years ago, I switched to all clean beauty because I was having some weird reaction on my skin or it just went hog wild. I didn't know at the time that that was completely gut related. So just know if you have any skin issues, rash, anything, it usually goes back to your gut or hormones, but usually gut. So anyway, um, in my case, it was like a sugar imbalance, and that's you just got to cut the sugar all together when you see that happening. Okay, that's my glam tip. Okay, so I get in the bathtub because that relaxes me, and I'm like, well, if I'm starting to peel, I should just exfoliate, and then I'm going to shave my legs because it was time. It was about that time, and I'm like, that'll be it, like extra exfoliating, okay? And that's like a fine thing to do, I think. I've I've not heard otherwise that you're not supposed to do both of those at once. But I know you're not supposed to exfoliate after you shave. So I'm thinking, okay, I'll exfoliate. I'll get ahead of this peeling problem. We'll be good to go. So I exfoliate. Feel great. This is a scrub I've used many times before. Then I shave. And then um, I'm real uncomfortable all night. Like so uncomfortable. I don't know. I just feel real squirmy and I can't get... I feel like my like my stubble on my legs not to be graphic but it felt like it was like catching on the even though I've just shaved but like the follicle itself it felt like it was like catching on my sheets and I'm like god this is so uncomfortable what is going on anyway you guys this lasts for days I start breaking out in a rash and um 
I'm it's practically like hives, but I'm getting all these little micro bumps like every hair follicle on my leg, my tummy, my back, my arms, my chest. I'm scratching so hard that I'm have these like little bumps. Um, and some of them are bleeding because it's like, it's like an itch that will not relieve itself. So then I'm like, okay, well, I'll take some Benadryl because I'm having an allergic reaction to something. I hadn't figured out what it was because, you know, I'm not a wizard. So I'm thinking this is because I've used that product before and never, ever had a problem. So why would I think anything of it? It did remind me of this one time that I took a bath. No, wait. I know what you're thinking. You're like, stop taking baths. Stop bathing in your own filth. And I will not. I will do no such thing. Um, I'm a Taurus and we like life's simple pleasures. And that's that. So. Uh, I can't figure it out. I'm thinking about what I've eaten. There's nothing. You guys, I, I, I barely, I, I don't do anything. My one simple luxury in this life is a, is a craft cocktail. And even that I can rarely have, okay? So you can imagine, I'm thinking, oh, God, my gut's screwed up from Mexico. Like, that must be what it is, because I had 45 margaritas over the course of seven days. Um, That's not it either. And so it's just not going away. I take two Benadryl. I literally didn't wake up today until I could not get out of bed because I, I mean, who takes two Benadryl? Like I, I was basically suicidal. Um, that's like, you know, going to sleep and never wanting to wake up basically. Um, so I take the Benadryl and I can't get up till like this afternoon. Like literally I had a styling appointment. I had to move because I was like, I don't even think I can drive right now. I'm basically like wasted. Um, so, okay. Then, you know, my mom, she's like, you need to go to the emergency room. God bless. And I'm like, no mother, that's overkill. But um, she's like, I was like, you know, I think it might be from this scrub, but I'm just not sure. Cause I'm kind of figuring it out. Well, wait a minute. It's only bother. It's not like bothering me on my hands. It's not bothering me on my ankles. It's not bothering me on my pet. Pat the Puss, Erica Jane. Um, and I'm kind of figuring out, well, like, these are all the places I use that scrub. Hmm. And so I make a remark to my mom, like, I don't know. I used the scrub the other day, but I've used it before. And I, I don't know, you guys. I just wasn't feeling well, so I didn't get up and check the ingredients. And I'm at the dog park. I'm like, I'm just going to try and make it a good day. I put my makeup on once I finally got up, took a cold shower, which I never take cold showers, so you know it must have been dire. And by the way, it was like lukewarm, but to me, freezing. Wes says that I like the temperature of a shower to be like scalding my skin, and that's accurate. But you're not supposed to do that if you're having an allergic skin reaction. So anyway, I'm at the dog park with emoji, which don't get me started on that. Uh, I'm going to tell you the story, but just let me finish this part. Then I'll go into that part. Okay. So my mom's texting me and she's like, have you looked at the ingredients in that scrub? And I'm like, no, I haven't yet, but I'll look when I get home. I look when I get home. I am such a dodo bird. Okay. It says like the label is like, I guess I must've read it as like coffee. Cause it's like coffee grounds supposedly and vanilla, I, I think is what I thought it was, but it was actually coffee and coconut oil. No, 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 no. I had a similar reaction to this years ago when everyone was talking about coconut oil and how it's all the rage. It is not all the rage. Here's why it's not all the rage. Because it clogs your pores. Any facial oil with coconut oil in it makes me break out any and I so I did this prior where I thought I was like out of I don't know shaving cream or something and or soap or something and I was like oh I'll just use this coconut oil trick like I've heard the Trader Joe's coconut oil is great for like a bath treatment now only use it on your hair and even then it's not great it's basically a wives tale so I had this similar reaction on my legs where I started breaking out in like a rash on my thighs and my legs from shaving 
but I ch- this was just different this time. Like that happened immediately after, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Got back in the shower, you know, like put on some stuff. I mean, this was I could not soothe this no matter what I did. Aloe vera, you know, like no um, unscented lotion. Couldn't see that. So I didn't put it together that quickly. Well, I felt like a real dumb bitch when I looked at that label. Let me tell you. I'm like, Lena, you're better than this. Also, the fact that I had to move a client is just the whole thing was so irritating. This literally took two days off my life. Not to mention, I'm like so whiny because I'm so uncomfortable. And Wes is like, oh, I'm sorry. You're fe- he was gr- he was really sweet. But he's like, I'm sorry you're feeling so bad. And I'm like, you're not paying attention to me, you know just a nightmare to be with and um so anyway I'm so glad to have figured it out but I'm still itching everywhere like all the time uh I don't know when it's gonna go away I'm just hoping for a shorter life cycle and I'm also like I'm afraid to shower too much because I don't want to dry my skin out but I'm also you know dying for the reprieve so I don't know what to tell you I guess I'm just going to keep drugging myself until the end of time and try and get some sleep and hope for a better day tomorrow um you may have heard that I mentioned there was an issue at the dog park today and I tell you what you catch me on a bad day you you might want to run because I don't know what happens to me on Fridays you guys I just get I just get wet and wild sometimes where I'm just rageful. And, um, you know, in general, as I've told you before, I take that out on people like the valets or, you know, like the car wash man or the guy doing my oil change. It's not good, but it is something I'm working on. Well, I haven't done it in a while. I haven't done it in a really long time, maybe a year, which through this year, I think we can all agree that's quite an accomplishment. And uh, although I've had less opportunities, but still give it to me. Okay, so... I say, uh, so I'm so I take the dog down to the park by the stream. It's the Sherlington Dog Park. It's like one of the best ones, but it's a lot bigger, and we don't go there as often. But I t- I like taking him to that one because it forces me to walk through it the whole way rather than just like sitting on a on a park bench and sitting for an hour. This way, I'm walking and moving and whatever. And I'm holding, and this wasn't great on my part, but I'm holding. I you know what I'm gonna design. I want to design a coffee, like, you know how they have water bottles where they have like a, um, like a strap that you can wear it as a purse? Like, there has got to be, maybe this exists already, but there's got to be like a coffee thing that has a strap that I can wear as a purse. Because when you're walking the dog and holding a thing of coffee, it's not good, especially if a dog like mine that's like a little bit pulley. And then I also had a package to take to the UPS. So this is like a real long walk for him. But we have a UPS like two miles away and I always have something to take there, whether it be an Amazon return or a UPS package or client return or whatever. So I'm just like, oh, okay, this is like, this is a good plan for the day. Like this will get me out of the house. It's sunny today. I'm trying to take my mind off of my incessant itching and not just lay around itching myself. And so we get down there and he's doing great. He's looking up at me smiling like, thank you, mommy, you know, for taking me. I'm like, you're welcome, son, but you're right. I am an exceptional mother. And, um, you know, he's just so excited, being really good. And anyway, we get in the dog park and when I tell you that he's a friendly, he's a friendly dog, he really is. I mean, he really does not have issues. Lately, he's gotten a little bit more territorial over toys and we've had a couple minor issues with that. But in general, like, he just goes up to other dogs and wants to lick their mouths. Not annoying at all. Well, anyway, he got cornered today under this. And he lo- he also loves, like, antagonizing dogs to chase him. Not in a rude way, but he just, like, loves being chased because he can run really fast. And he just loves that. So, although Wes will tell you he can't run fast at all. But we have a difference of opinion on that. Okay, so we are there and it's like you know the first picnic table that comes around so what he typically does is he he's like gets in their face antagonizes them runs off and then gets under the picnic table and stops well there were like six dogs chasing him and that's not really that I mean he's dealt with this before but I guess I think a one or two must have gotten aggressive I was standing far away farther away because Normally, he follows right behind me, but he was just so excited to be there today. We got out there a little bit later than expected, and so he was 
you know, Joan's into play with other dogs. Okay, whatever. So I'm far away. And then I hear like an explosion of barks. And I know he's barking. And I see him kind of going at like all of these dogs one at a time, like, and he's got his teeth out, etc. And I, I go running over there because I'm like, this is, and because there's a pit bull. And I, you know, I'm sorry, I stereotyped him, okay? That doesn't make me a racist against pit bulls. But I, I thought, hey, perhaps this is an aggressive pit bull from what I can see. <sighs> okay, so I'm there. I, I come running over and I'm having trouble getting him and he is being extra defensive. So I'm like, okay, something must have happened. Like a dog must have like nipped him at the same time he was like defending himself against another one or, you know, he doesn't just do this for no reason. Well, you know, at this park, you get the real dog training freaks, like freakish. And I appreciate a well-trained dog. Don't get me wrong. But uh, if you're going to look down on other trainers, excuse me, if you're going to look down, (laughs) I'm not a trainer, on other dog parents, like you have to be a little bit flexible just because that's your priority doesn't mean that's every dog parent's priority. I'm so sorry. I'm running 15 businesses in the middle of the pandemic. You can fuck right off with your dog rolls. Okay. So I come running over there. I'm trying to get him by his collar and he's just like real worked up under this picnic table and it keeps going back and forth under the picnic table. I'm just having trouble catching his collar. Okay, so I turn around. So I finally get him. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? What's wrong? And obviously acting like this is not something that happens very often. Well, by the time I turn around, I have a whole audience. Every every parent of all the other dogs, all the other kindergartners, um their owners had control over them and they're all just staring at me waiting to see what happens and I was like I I guess I'll break the ice uh like does anyone know what happened this lady goes I don't know but he's pissed at all the other dogs and I said do you have something to say she said what I said do you have something to say she's like oh oh no I just I'm like yeah fall back bitch literally fall back I do not have it today unless your dog is planning to itch my skin for the next several hours I have no interest in your fucking bullshit okay and this isn't the this is the second time in in two weeks I've had no that's not true I just got back last week in one week that I've had an issue there okay the last time emoji was trying to hump I'm sorry. He's a male. This is nature and nurture. And um, he's got an instinct. He wants to be a dominant. He's a dom. He's the army hammer. I'm just kidding. That's awful. Army hammer's disgust. Um, Not even a good joke. Okay, so, (laughs) but he's a dom. And, um, you know, he basically they just do that as like to indicate if you don't know anything about dogs which i didn't until this year they just do that to like indicate dominance over another dog this woman oh my god you would have thought i mean he was so blacklisted from by the way she's got this super average like sheepy poo i don't know it's like a black furry dog i mean it's not like purebred it's not like small he's bigger than emoji and he's like a little bit older. He has no issues. Anyway, Emoji's humping the dog. She's like, under her breath, get off my dog. Stop humping my dog. Have I told you guys this? Feels familiar. Okay, anyway, maybe I have. Forgive me if I have. Anyway, there's like a group of people right around the five o'clock hour. There's like a group of people, mostly guys. And this is like a middle-aged woman and myself. And then there's like five guys. And I've met a couple of them before because Emoji's like interacted with their dog or something. So I know that these guys are like nice and normal people. Anyway, she just will not let up. I don't know what her deal is. She's like saying all this stuff under her breath. And I'm like, Emoji, like get down. And he does. And I get a hold of him. And, I, you know, we walk the other way. 
And then when we come back on the way back, he finds her dog again. I'm like, by the way, maybe you need to give your dog a bath because he he smells like a dirt ball and my dog wants to be all up on it. So maybe it's your fault. Have you ever thought of that? Anyway, um, comes back, does the same thing. He hasn't done this with any other dog. It's just this one. And um, she's do- she's upset about it again. I stop humping my dog. And, like, the gridlock. And I'm like, you know what? Who knows what people are going through? You know, just, just today, I had, an, a, you know, like, eczema. And maybe, like, her husband's dying. I'm trying to give her grace. But the guy's... So she leaves like, I can't take it here anymore. Like someone's having a bad day. And um, the guys say, that woman really hates dogs humping her dog. And I was like, Jesus, seriously. And then everyone looks at me like, I'm a psycho <laughs> for chiming in. It's like, it was I wasn't a part of the combo. Who knew? Um... So, yeah, it's not been a great time for us lately. Okay, enough about frickin' Doc. On to Mexico. You guys, you'll thank me. I took a screenshot of the seven-course dinner we had, and I'm so sorry that I did not circle back to our discussion. You know, some, I, I literally say things and I forget what all whatever I say. So if I'm not completing the loop on a story that's why but the set i mean seven course tasting menu basically with our friends well what was nice about it was here's what i'll tell you the first night we went to dinner our friends were so drunk and pablo escobar i meant to tell this in the first okay the reason i'm calling him that is to protect his identity and i'm quite certain that in at least five to ten years he'll be picked up by the fbi but never mind all that um he, the first night, you know, we're all drinking by the pool. It's been a big travel day. I try to let our hair down. And we decide to go to dinner at the hotel in one of their all-inclusives. Okay. To be honest with you, it was a piece of garbage. Um, but what's more garbage about it is that at these all-inclusives, they're always trying to upsell you on, like, the thing that they can charge you on. So we're like, you don't need to upsell us. Like, we're going to buy shit. Like, it's all good. I want wine. Wes wants two steaks. He added a steak onto his steak. Hilarious. It was hilarious. I ordered enchiladas. Claire got like duck or something. And Pablo got like a tomahawk steak that I think he and Wes shared. So I don't know why Wes got the add on, but it was hysterical. Okay. Anyway, Pablo, um, we just had sort of like different ideas around the staff and he wanted to squeeze them for as much as he possibly could, which, listen, to each their own. I don't want to be associated with it, but you do you, boo. And um, so we had a different approach there. And I told him at one point, I said, you know, at some point this is going to come to a head. And he said, what do you mean? I'm like, well, Wes lives in the land of like, never inconvenience people and you are literally going out of your way to inconvenience as many people as possible so at some point he's gonna get bothered by this and he looked at me like damn it Lindsay I respect you that's that's what he said I'm like well I'm just I'm just letting you know like that's where the chips are gonna fall for you my friend um anyway never came to that because we started to just keep eating out and it was never an issue so who cares so well that first night we're like we want to get a bottle of wine and he's like claire pull up your wine app there's a sommelier by the way you know how hard it is to become a sommelier anyway the sommelier is like making recommendations first recommendation he's like pablo's like yeah 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 like waving him off like yeah okay shut up buddy and uh He's like, Claire, look it up. So they're looking up wines in front of this sommelier, which, albeit brilliant, and I get it. Like, if you're spending money on a nice bottle of wine, obviously you want to have something good. But I said, just so you know, like, as he's doing this, I said, just so you know, this is going in my podcast. He's like, that's fine. Just don't name me my name. I said, okay, no problem. Well, I just, so they keep going. So this sommelier is getting full-blown offended. (laughs) 
like he is fucking pissed. He's like, I know my wines. We're like, okay, bro. Good thing he doesn't work on commission. I tell you what. Um, I'm like, I know. I know you know your wines. They're just checking. Like, I'm trying to make light of it. And, uh, and he's like, that guy was, I don't know. He was saying something. Pablo was saying something around how that guy was trying to rip him off. I'm like, sure, sure, sure. Okay, whatever. By the way, we ended up getting this wine. It was good. But was it amazing? No. I mean, here's the thing. A Malbec is a Malbec. I drink wine out of a box or out of a little carton at all times. Sometimes out of a can. You guys know. People bring me that as gifts. Um, so I'm a cheap ass date. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, but how I'm not cheap. Let me go back to the beginning quickly with my scrub. I'm like, I'll get a TJ Maxx scrub. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it causes me a rash for two days where I can barely work, have to cancel a client. I'm like, this cheap scrub, the $5.99 coffee and coconut oil scrub, ended up costing me $9.50 in a client. Okay? And I do not mean $9.50. Okay? So that's like, it's like, it's just, I tried to explain to Wes, it's more prudent for me to buy the nicer thing. I, I don't even know. That's not even true. He doesn't even give a shit what I buy. That's not even true. But I'm just, I'm like, you know, I was thinking about it today in the shower. I was washing my hair. By the way, I've washed my hair one other time since the Mexico fountain experience. And it's, it's just not right. That's not right. All the oil plex in the world, it's not right. I, the water is barely penetrating my hair. Like, it's just not absorbing the water, okay? And I'm thinking, God, I just cannot use cheap shampoos. Like, I just can't. I have this cheap-ass shampoo. It's called Love and Butter and Honey or some shit. It's from Target. It's clean. Well, clean shit doesn't do anything. And um, I, I, if I sound distracted, it's because my fucking forearms are on fire right now and I'm trying not to itch them okay so it's just not absorbing it's I can't get a lather going finally get a lather going after I basically molest my head with shampoo it's just like a real invasive experience and I do the conditioner I'm like it, honestly you guys I, I'm like thinking what would I do if I were a poor person like, I genuinely, do. I'd probably start stealing stuff. Like, I, wh what what choice would I have? I'd probably have to be a thief. Like, a drugstore thief, you know? Like, or, or like a Sally Beauty Supply thief. I, I think there are worse things to be. Um, because things I would steal would be, like, a Wella hair mask. Okay, so anyway, I apply the Wella hair mask, and my hair is so fine and tangled. It's like I cannot, and it's not like I'm, you know, putting my hair in braids and stuff all the time or using a lot of product. I'm just, I'm just embracing my natural texture. That's all I've done. Nothing crazy. Okay. But it just doesn't want to cooperate. And I find, I start working this hair mask through my hair and I'm literally having to like comb it in there with my fingers and massage it to my head and most people, you don't, no, 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 you do not put a hair mask all the way to your scalp. Are you crazy? It would look like an oily mess. Disgusting. But for me, you have to. I mean, my, my hair just is immobile, in the words of Abra Levine. So, um, I finally got it back to square one after a five-minute mask. I mean, you guys, that product alone is like 50 bucks. Anyway, that I was, you know, you know, when you have a day where you sit at your makeup counter, and you're like, I'm out of all my shit. It's like, it all happens at once one day, you know, it's like, I have no good concealer. I got, I bought the Fenty Beauty Concealer. Awful. Don't buy it. They, you should only get their matchstick little lipsticks and their illuminator. That's it. I don't like the coverage on the concealer. It's terrible. Then I realized I had like, a little bit of a breakout, which I never really have. And I realized, oh, it's because I've been using this Charlotte Tilbury fucking $55 concealer a little bit lower than I was before. Like, I, my body is so sensitive to things. Like, if I change one little thing, like, oh, I, like, maybe I should, like, brighten up this spot, like, by my nose. No, no, no. Don't you ever do it, bitch. Don't change one 
nothing ever. Change nothing. That's what I need to learn is stop making adjustments that are new. (sighs) Wes will be happy to hear that. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. (laughs) Where did we start? Oh, the sommelier. (laughs) So, what a tangent. I mean, wow, that was a journey. Um, So anyway, they got the wine they wanted. I'm so I'm anyway. I'm a cheap ass date when it comes to food and bev, which is why I said. Yes, I have told you that, which is why I said, don't take me to the seven course meal. Well, then they heard the podcast and they're like, we're taking you. You're coming. So just like give into it. You're coming. And I said, okay, fine. By the way, cheapest seven course meal I've ever had. So anyway, we go to the seven course meal. Well, yeah, guys, it's because we're okay. So they're like, I'm like, oh, this is good. This is cute. I mean, this, I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but this is food that I'm used to. Like, yeah, that's a nice presentation. Uh, it's not like three slopped enchiladas thrown on a plate. I mean, it's because, yes, this is better than the all-inclusive food because you pay for it. So I would hope. But I mean, that's sort of like a standard baseline that I was thinking of. But no, I mean, if if you can hear scratching, it's because I've given in to the bird on my forearms. So I'm just scratching away. Um I feel like Goldie Hawn in Overboard, where she has all that calamine lotion all over herself. Oh, what I would give. My mom's like, go get the Benadryl spray. I'm like, how do you know everything? It's so annoying. Um, so, okay. So, we go to we go to the, yeah. We, we have the all-inclusive. Let me pull up the menu. Maybe. Okay. So, the amuse-bouche was black shrimp ceviche. You had me at hello. First of all, never met a ceviche I didn't like. Uh, The entree is a classic beef carpaccio. Yum, yum, get my belly, yum, yum. But like I'm saying, like, I've had all this food before. Like, I know I like this. This isn't, like, new to me. Therefore, I'm like, yeah, this is good. Duh. It should be, right? Okay, then the soup is a red beet corn and goat cheese. Now, the corn got me worried because I thought, hold up. I'm not a pil- on a pilgrimage right now. I don't know that I need corn curdles and everything. And there's always some ingredient and all-inclusive that you see just a little too much of. It's like, why is there corn in the fruit salad? You know what I'm saying? And I believe that corn at this particular establishment was that player, player one, that was just really everywhere at once. So I was like, could have done without the corn. Okay. Then you get a tiny little mangoes, mango sorbet as a palate cleanser. Then I saw veal chop is on the menu. No. Oh, with rustic corn puree. Hilarious. Absolutely not. Um, I said, absolutely not. I'm not participating in the slaughter of baby animals. So I'm going to need something else. And I was the only one to do so. And I'm not pleased with my counterparts, but that's what they chose to, to participate in murder. Um... I got, what did they give me? It wasn't memorable. I don't know. Fish or something. I don't know. It was good. I remember thinking everything was great. And then the dessert was a chocolate parfait with lemongrass cream accompanied with a cocoa crunch and Sasha sponge cake. I don't remember that at all. So, uh, and I would if it were good. So maybe I was drunk. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it was. And then, so then <laughs> after we're done with the meal, they're like, see, Lindsay, you are a foodie. I'm like, no, I'm not. And this is just like food that I've had before. But uh, if you say so. Sure, I'm a foodie. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, but I'm not. Like, my girlfriends will tell you, like, I eat steel crackers. Literally just just the other day. Just the other day. Wes and I order Outback. Duh. It's his favorite restaurant. Duh. We order Outback. He's so happy to be back in the States where he can get his Australian Outback cuisine. And, um... He's like, these croutons are stale. We both get the same salad. He's taught me completely what to get there. I mean, it would be like anarchy otherwise. And uh, I'm like, they are? And then I started to tell him the story of like when I was eating steel crackers and didn't know. And anyway, I'm kind of known for like accidentally eating things that are stale and not knowing. So don't want to brag. Um, 
Okay, so that concludes that. And then I told you the Pablo Escobar part. Okay, the other part that was pretty entertaining was we became, but we were like, we were like leeches. Is that a good word? What were we like? I don't know. Like drug addicts, basically. Heroin addicts looking for for our dope <laughs> when it came to hearing live music. Wes literally was walking down the street. He's like, what is that? Because he's such a music shaman. And I said, I don't know, darling. This isn't how it went, but you get the idea. Anyway, he'd heard a live band. And he like spotted it with his fucking ears that are like, I don't know how he hears this stuff, you guys. When I hear a band playing music, all I can hear are the words and then like the sound collectively of all the instruments. He can hear each instrumental part. I mean, obviously, if there's like a guitar riff, I can hear that. Or if there's like a drum solo, I hear that. But like he hears the bass guitar. I'm like, I can't even tell that's there. He's like, yeah, bass is really important for a band to sound good. I said, why? I, I, I really don't think so. He's like, it is. It sounds too thin without the bass. I'm like, I don't agree. I don't agree. And he's like, well, that's why you don't play instruments. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Okay. Uh, that's not what I say. I love you so much. So anyway, he spots this, you know, crouching tiger, hidden dragon in the corner. And turns out to be this mediocre, incredibly mediocre, um, not jazz, let me think, like classic rock band, like a cover band. We're like, they're awesome. Anyway, it was just so fun because we haven't seen like live music in forever. And this used to be something we did together all the time. Like every weekend we'd go see some sort of show, practically, if not every other weekend for sure. And so it was like one of our main things to do. So then we started asking around. We're like, hey, where can we hear like good live music tonight? There's this place called Fa. Okay. F-A-H. You may have noticed it from my Instagram story because I got a souvenir bottle, two bottles, with our picture on it. And Fa is also known as the depths of hell because um, Fa is where it all happened. What happens at Fa does not stay at Fa. What happens at Fa is going to be revealed on this podcast right here. You've heard it here first. And basically, the, let me just set the scene for you. It, I, how could I forget to tell you this? This is literally the best part of the trip. Um, well, not for me, but well, anyway. Okay. So Fa is a dark patio. It looks kind of shitty, like something you'd see on Santa Monica Promenade or, I don't know, run down in Venice or something. It's like not very nice and it's dirty, very dirty. And I see this cute girl at the bar. I'm trying to figure out, is she a local or is she um, like visiting here with her boyfriend? Because she's sitting with this guy. I'm thinking, geez, they really aren't talking very much to each other. So I'm like watching them. Also, I'm far, I'm far more sober than everyone. I don't know. I don't know when it happened that I became the responsible one on a trip. But here we are. Because I used to be the one everyone was, like, watching. Like, is she okay? Okay, anyways. <laughs> so, that's not totally true, but it is. Okay. So, I'm looking at this couple and I'm thinking, what's going on here? I mean, they don't talk. And I realize that when he speaks to her, he's having to really concentrate on her mouth to, like, understand what she's saying. So, I'm like, she must have an accent. So, now I'm infatuated. I'm like... Okay, then I notice he's ordering a drink and she's smoking at the bar and she just looks so tired. Like her eyes look so tired and he doesn't look very tired at all. She looks so tired, like her eyes look dead as she's watching this band. Because we're all like, this band's awesome. They're, you know, they're like, um, <laughs> Pablo called the uh, guitar player Slashito because he played he played the guitar like Slash, but he was like the Mexican version. To me, I thought he was Asian, but 
Apparently he wasn't, and he wore a cowboy hat. It was just like a wild time. And then I'd say the lead singer looked a little bit like Miguel, but also the Mexican version of Miguel. And he wore like a poncho and aviators. It was just like quite a sight to behold. Um, but they were fun, and they did like some fun covers. And I, I couldn't tell you one thing they covered because now I'm just enamored with this couple. And so we're there. We're looking at that. I'm looking at them, and. No one is really at a point, no one else is really at a point where they can, like, be with me while having this conversation, or while having this, you know, observation in my head. So I'm just keeping it to myself. But I'm like, I I realize she's so dead in the eyes, tired. I'm thinking, what is going on here? This is, like, such a strange dynamic for this couple. He's just staring straight ahead watching sports while there's this live band going on. And they're like not talking. She's smoking and barely drinking and looks dead in the eyes. All of a sudden she gets up and she says, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. I'm reading her lips now. And she gets up and I notice a really weird tattoo. I think it was on her arm or her, I think it was on her arm. And I thought, that really, you know when you see something and it just feels out of place for the person? Like, you're just like, whoa, I didn't expect that, you know? Like, that first it was like that with the cigarette, then the tattoo. And I thought, huh, what's going on here? Okay, you guys, she went to the bathroom and never came back. He starts looking around for her. And, but not, like, really worried. Not that worried. Anyway, you guys, I think she was a sex worker. And here's what I learned in Mexico. Sex workers wear regular clothes, just like you and I. She had jean shorts and a white tank duff on. I thought she was, like, a normal girl. And not to bring the room down, but, you know, a couple of the other girls we saw at other tables who were, like, hanging out in the tourist areas were just, like, wearing, like, cute little sundresses. Cruising for someone to buy their bodies and I felt violated just by watching it like I was like oh my god no wonder she's tired and next morning Wes and I were talking about it and he's I, I mean I just like you know you think of a prostitute you think of pretty woman or you think of like a true hooker you don't think of like a cute girl that you're like oh that girl could like if I were, you know, if I were a native, I could see myself being friends with her. No, no, no. No, no, no. It was jarring. Just that look in her eyes being so dead. It was just so sad. <sighs> anyway, let's all say a prayer for her. Hopefully she escapes the, the trade. Um, or if she's happy, which I don't think she was. So never mind. Okay. So anyway, Fa was a dark hole. Um, Claire ordered. I, I saw. So I saw this tray going by. Of a f- giant frozen margarita. With two Coronas in it. Okay. Pablo had gone to the restroom. So it was just Claire. Wes and myself. And I guess. I thought she. And she, I was like look at those. You know. Just being like aren't those crazy looking. Like that's funny. With no intention of ordering one, but I was just, you know, observing them and thinking they were, like, kind of fun. Next thing I know, Clary Gary is talking to a waiter, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, so she got one from the table. Like, okay, that'll be fun to, like, share. No, no, no. She ordered three. Uh, One for each of us. And (laughs) safe to say I did not drink mine. Uh, but she, before I knew it, slurping down hers, she was uh, a favorite of the band by the end of the night, a real fan of the music. And, um, I think she left her mark quite permanently on Fa. And in fact, they went back there without giving away too much detail. They went back there, um, a a couple days later and she was instantly recognized. (laughs) And they got a photo with the band. So, um, with permission, maybe I'll share that. But, uh, anyway, it was a damn good time. I'm, I love when my friends let their hair down and, like, have fun as long as we're all being safe and, you know, everyone can, you know, 
just like make it home okay and all of that. So I thought it was super fun. And um, all I'm saying is I encourage it. Have at it. Let your hair down. I'm not here to judge. And I've certainly been there. And, uh, you know, we've had a, quite a year, all of us. And I think if you want to go party with a band in Mexico, you do what you got to do, sister. Um, anyway, happy holidays. It uh, was recently brought to my attention that it's St. Patrick's Day. And I just want to reiterate what a useless effing holiday that is. There was a time where I celebrated this holiday at five in the morning, maybe four in the morning. There was a, there was a tradition at my school where we would go to this turtle race thing. It was basically just an excuse for everyone to get up really early in the morning and drink all day so that by 11 a.m. you want to die. And then you would wake back up at like 6 p.m. and then go out that night. You guys... How have I lived this long? (laughs) Like, I cannot believe that is something I used to do. I don't know who I am anymore. Anyway, certainly a better version of myself. Um, Anyway, St. Patrick's Day, useless. I said to Wes, do you want to celebrate? One of my girlfriends texted me. She said, what are you doing tonight? I was like, for what do you mean? It's Wednesday, dude. She's like, well, it's St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, yeah, I don't have kids, so I'm not doing anything. She's like, oh, really? Like... I'm having corned beef and hash and uh, okay and by the way I'm a quarter Irish but we don't identify as Irish so we put that aside okay there's another really important thing I need to talk about you guys it is about male eyelash extensions I was watching The Bachelor I was watching Summer House and you know I'm really thinking some of these guys need to think about getting eyelash extensions that are like tinted like Matt James for instance when he was like sad at Rachel for like you know all the racism stuff which I'm not getting into that but when she was when he was mad at her and he just kept looking down I was thinking god he would be so much more attractive with like a lifted breath lifted eyelash and a tint you know how Joe Gorga on uh, and like, and I was also like imagining like if I were to wax his eyebrows, like what shape would I make them? Is it it changes the face, you guys? Ask Kim K. It changes it. Um, you know how Joe Gorga on Real Housewives of New Jersey has super defined eyelashes and brows, and it just he looks better. I mean, by far than all the guys that are blonde, because it looks like he's wearing makeup, and. This is what these men need. And I'm telling you, in about 10 years, guys are going to start doing this. I swear to G. Swear to G. They're going to figure out, like, the Instagram age of it all. They're going to figure out that their faces look better with eyelash extensions. And with, like, a little eye lift, like, brighten up the eye, they're going to figure it out. And soon enough, we're going to have men running around looking like Meredith Marks. And am I mad at it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I'm just here to observe. But that's, that is an improvement I can get behind. Because if you look happier and brighter, like, you're only making the world a better place. Anyway, those are my two cents. Um, so when I got back, you know, the best part of coming back from a trip is binging, absolutely binging all the reality TV that you've missed. It's like you have no shortage of things to watch. I'm watching Dallas. And oh my God, we're going to get in to that cheating rumor stuff with Brandy and Brian Not this week, hopefully next week, if I remember. You guys hold me to it. I don't know. I'm hoping for the best. But I had Real Houses of Dallas, Real Houses of New Jersey, which, goddamn, they bring it every year. Every year I think, ugh, Jersey, and then I love it. Um, And then I had The Bachelor, which, what a wet blanket that was. Also, two seasons of these lame bachelorettes ahead of us. I'm like, I am only here for paradise. Bring me Bachelor in Paradise, um, et cetera. I caught up on Summer House. You know what? I'm making notes right now. Summer House. And what was the other one I just said? Anyway. Oh, oh. Real Houses of Dallas. Yeah. So we have to catch up on all of that. Um, And then we have the new Vanderpump show, of course. Duh. Have you guys watched it? 
overserved. Oh, and then I, of course, Kardashian started this week, the final season. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling emotional. I am in mourning for real, for real, for real. Like, I'm like, this is going to suck. I'm going to miss them. I really am. I'm sad. Are you guys sad? I'm sad. And I don't, I'm not even ashamed to tell you that I'm sad. I fully embrace that I'm a wacko right now. I don't know. It bums me out. And, but here's the thing that was weird. The package, that intro package where they're like, you've been with us through some of our best times. And it was like the most mediocre thing on some of our worst times. It's like Chloe crying over Tristan. I'm like, what about when Kim got robbed in Paris? That seems a little darker to me than Tristan cheating on Chloe. Anyway, I felt like they were too involved in the editing of that package. Like, no, no, no. Let's get let's get a fresh eye to look over some of this material over the last couple of years. And I just felt like, well, that really could have been a lot better. But I'm loving the Scott d- dynamic. If Scott Disick never hits my screen again, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. Also, Tristan and these confessional shots, you guys. He seems like he seems to be trying real hard. He seems really immature to me. I just want more for Chloe. But I like that they're getting along and I'm like that they're happy. But the girls never all have it together at the same time. It's never Kim, Court, and Chloe with a man at the same time. And I have to say, boo-hoo. You have a bunch of sisters. That's the price you pay. I don't have one sister. Anyway, their method is have one baby daddy. All of them. And I have to say, I have the same method. I just decided to marry him and, like, actually love him and stay with him. But I'm not judging. Finding a good man is hard. I definitely agree. Anyway, you guys. Don't worry about me, sisterless. Um, It's been so fun. Like, share rate review subscribe 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 so you never miss an episode i feel like i'm screaming (laughs) um i hope you had fun next week we'll talk about all the craziness on bravo i love ya bye